I was going to tell you something, and I completely forgot what I was going to tell you. So, since this... Can you hear her? No. Okay. Now, good. <laughs> it's always, even in our episode that we did that came out on our bedroom on Monday, where it's like every time it's like, do you hear her toy? And it's like, no. But it's like two minutes later, five minutes later, it's like I heard a bloop, bloop. <laughs> so, since this is legit the first time we recorded since our one episode that we talked about Thanksgiving. You want to tell all our people what all happened and how you're still here? (laughs) Uh, You mean the fact that we didn't get to have Thanksgiving together and I decided to skip across the country and go have Thanksgiving with my in-laws so you didn't stab me to death because you got COVID? Yeah. So karma, huh? (laughs) Yeah, you leave. I get COVID. No Thanksgiving for either one of us to fight over a bread. I had Thanksgiving together us as a family. Oh, uh, well, was, you you had yours brought to you. It was, del- was delivered. It was delivered on the porch. At least you weren't forgotten. Do you struggle to find the time and the energy to eat healthy? I want to tell you a solution to your problem. It is called Factor. It is a all-in-one meal delivery service. They prep your food. They cook your food. They deliver fresh, never-frozen food to your door. Yes. Did you hear me? Prep, cook, never-frozen, delivered to your door. With Factor, every meal is designed by dietitians and handcrafted world-class chefs to keep your taste buds happy while keeping your waistline trim. And each week, they change up the menu so you never lose interest and you always want to eat healthy. So right now, Factor is offering our listeners of TCWI $50 off their first two weeks. Just go to factor75.com, pick out your meals, use our code PODCAST50 at checkout to claim this limited time offer. That's factor75.com, use our code PODCAST50. This story that I'm going to do today is super short. It's it's basically a mini. But the only reason I... But I just got your text. <laughs> it's like, going to go pee. Be back. But basically, the reason why I chose to do this story, even though there's not a lot of oomph in it, I thought it was kind of like, huh. And it hits our home state your home away from home, and my home away from home. All those three states all in one. And the reason why this... Technically, Little Rock is not my home away from home. It's Oklahoma. Arkansas. Like, you go to Arkansas. 
I know we got to archive. Well, the last time I didn't, I didn't say. I'm saying the state, the state, our home state. I know, but my other home state would be Oklahoma. Whatever. <laughs> Do they not live in? No, it's Oklahoma. Oh, I thought it was technically like they live on the Arkansas line. It's on the line, but there's like two cities you have to go through to be in Arkansas. Oh. Okay, well then I guess this is a ear little home away from home. But anyways, I guess it is South Carolina, Arkansas, and Tennessee. And then another reason why it's short is because next week it's going to be a big case. What kind of big case? It's, it's going to be the Petersons. Oh. And I need I needed. I told you that I've never heard about it, and I was waiting to hear it from you, so I wouldn't be so. Well, like... well, good. We well, I, I I needed extra time because that is going to be every bit of an hour plus episode. Well, lucky for y'all. Hopefully, you <laughs> like this. Oh, that should be one I read. So, like, you hear my reaction as I read them. Just like, no. We'll or maybe see. people hate it. I don't really know. But are you ready to get into the story? I am ready. Because it comes out in like very soon. An hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. We got to get it done. So Anne Presley was born on August 28, 1982 in Buford, South Carolina. She grew up in Greenville. Then she moved to Little Rock, Arkansas during her high school junior year where her mother got remarried. I don't even know why that's important, but her mother got remarried, you know, adding in all these notes thinking it makes sense later on and it does it, but you know. Well, I guess it, it makes sense of why she moved there. Okay, we'll go with that. And so, if it has anything to do with a stepdad, I don't know, we really don't know doing. So Anne Presley goes to Rhodes College in Memphis, Tennessee, where she receives a bachelor's degree in political science. While in Tennessee, she works at BBJ TV in Jacksonville. Then in May of 2004, she is hired by KATV to produce Good Morning Arkansas and report for the Midday Arkansas and Saturday Daybreak. Hey, if it makes you funny better, when I'm in Oklahoma, I do watch that news. <laughs> makes me feel so happy. I mean, you it's know, coming messed the full up that I wanted. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so she was promoted to full-time news reporter in 2004. One day while she was reporting a story, she had an encounter with a casting director and she had a small role as Candace Black in Oliver Stone's 2008 film called W. Have you ever, I know I've never seen this film. But have you ever seen a film just called, it's W, like literally the letter W dot? I don't think so. I mean, I know like the, the there's a TV like channel that's the, the CW, but not no, just not, not the CW. It's just W. Whenever I heard, first heard this, I was like, oh, it's CW, but no, it's just W. 
I think it's like a more political movie from the what is the picture art cover like the cover of the movie DVD case and the thing that would be on the poster wall at the movie theaters that thing the preview poster (laughs) yeah the preview poster I get a whole like presidential like vibe on the Sunday evening, October 19th, 2008, Anne went to dinner with friends and intended a party for a co-worker before heading home for the night. So we already talked about how Anne was a popular news anchor for Little Rock. Well, her mom would call her every morning at 3 a.m. to make sure she was up for work. Do you see our mama calling us every morning at 3 a.m. saying, Good morning, beautiful. Time to wake up and get ready for work. Oh, she don't do that for you? No, she'll do that for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding, me either. <laughs> I, I could see me saying, Mama, I need you to wake me up every morning at 3 a.m. She'll be like, yeah, right. Get an alarm clock. I'll ask her. I'll <laughs> ask her tomorrow. See how that goes. Like, will you wake me up at 3 a.m. every morning? So, hey, well, lately she ain't been able to sleep, so she might be like, all right. She's going to be like, joke's on you, I'm doing it. But on, yeah, and my phone will be on silent, too. But on October 20th, Patty tried to call her daughter, but she did not get an answer. Patty thought maybe she was in the shower, blow-drying her hair. You know, just she was doing something and she didn't hear a phone ring. So she waited a couple minutes, called her back, but nothing. She called again nothing patty rushed over to ann's house because her mother intuition was like going off she knew something was wrong but at the time she wasn't thinking the worst case scenario she just knew something was not right when she arrived to the house that she found the back door was wide open ann's two cocker spaniels were missing So she's walking around the house. Nothing seems out of place. Everything looks fine. She gets to Anne's bedroom. And she finds her daughter gasping for breath, laying in a puddle of blood. Oh, my gosh. I would have thought that she just overslept and had her phone on mute and didn't answer. And just, it was fine. Yeah. Her mom kept saying, and who did this to you? Who did this? And just kept telling her over and over how much she loved her as she was calling for 911 for help. If you don't like the gruesome stuff, like fast forward 30 seconds. So I need to mute for 30 seconds. <laughs> so when Patty walked into the room, she could not, like, she didn't recognize her daughter. She knew it was her daughter, but she didn't recognize her daughter. Her face was swollen. Her blonde hair was completely matted and stained red from all the blood. Blood matter was all over the room. It was on the floor, on the ceiling, on the bed set, everywhere. Her jaw was dislocated. She had a missing tooth that was found on the floor. Her hand was broken in five different places. She had visible signs on her arms where she was forced down. Her face was shattered, and when you touched it, you could hear her crunching and bones moving. 
her face was shattered, Tamara. Shattered. Why? Like, why would somebody do that? Yeah, I don't even know. By the time she got to the hospital, the doctors knew she had a stroke. She was showing signs of a stroke. And that was because of all the the blunt force trauma. It was basically causing her face and brain to swell. And if that wasn't bad enough, she was raped too. Beat beyond just beat and raped. So she was taken to the local hospital where they compared her to a car wreck victim. They're like, her injuries is comparable to somebody who was in a car wreck. That's just insane. But on October 25th, her brainstem rupture causing her brain to swell and she passed away five days later after her attack. During the investigation, they found only a few things missing from her house, which was her purse and her laptop. Little Rock Police Department spokesman Cassandra Davis said the police did not believe that it was intentional, that they believed that it was just like a robbery, just somebody randomly broke into her house and robbed her. And took two items in nobody else's home? Yeah. just That don't sound right to me. Just broke into her house and I lost my spot. So hold please. Wow. I scrolled to find it. They believe the robbery was motive after her purse was discovered in a park. Her credit card was used at a gas station several miles away after her body was already discovered. Like her mom already found her. She's probably either at the hospital on her way to the hospital and her debit card was used during that time. A huge break in this case came from the results from the rape kit. DNA markers matched another rape that took place six months before. On the morning of April 21st, 2008, Kristen Edwards was getting up, getting ready for work. She got out of the shower. She put on her bathrobe. Kristen was walking through her house where she lived alone in, is it Mariana, Arkansas? Um, Sure. I don't know. I don't even know where that is. You don't even know where that's at? No. Google says it's 90 miles ish from little rock let's see if that's even like a town that i go through so she lived alone and a stranger came up behind her and attacked her he held a gun to her and said he would kill her if she looked at him he pushed her down into her couch and raped her afterwards he locked kristen in an enclosed back porch and the man left her house and he took her cell phone, her cell phone charger, a video, and the $3 that she had in her wallet. Why in the world? A video of what? I don't know. I have no clue what video this was, if it was a home video, if it was a DVD of his favorite movie. And why you need a cell phone charger? Why you got, why you got to steal her cell phone charger? <laughs> These are the questions I have. Months later, the DNA was taken from her robe and her body during the rape examination and was processed, and it was a clear match DNA found from the home invasion of Anne. 
Police now had the DNA profile that links both cases together, but the sample did not match anyone that was in the system. Acting on a hunch, the Marianne Police Department detectives focused on one small time burglar, one small <laughs> rubber in town, and his name was Curtis Vance. His girlfriend basically was caught going in and pawning all the stuff that he was selling. So that's kind of like how they got them. It's like, we know he's stealing it and she's pawning it. The police department brought him in, questioned him, and then they basically said, we're going to swap your cheek. And within days, the news came back that his DNA matched the evidence that they collected in both cases. Police department put out a, you know, like, we're looking for this guy. Anybody got any tips? Know where they are? Let us know. And a tip came in leading them to a Little Rock house that was abandoned. Curtis, his girlfriend, and her, I think it was her kids. I don't think it was his kids. But there was kids all living in this abandoned house. Wait, so if he did it and they busted him, why didn't they just hold him instead of releasing him and having to find him again? Well, they brought him in for questioning, swabbed him. I don't know, like, if they already had a warrant to cheat swab him or if he, they're like, can we test you for DNA? I don't know how that went about. There was no, nothing that said, like, how they got to the cheek swabbing. It just said they brought him in for questioning. He was cheek swabbed. Then days later, the results came back. Gotcha. So I guess he wasn't under arrest. He was just being questioned. He mm. volunteered for a swab. They released him. And then they're like, okay, we're coming to get you now. Curtis, who was 28 at the time of his arrest in Little Rock on November 26, 2008, the DNA evidence against him was the key factor in his conviction of Anne's case. Curtis was raised by his abusive, his abusive, cannot speak, mother. And I only seen one article that really talked about his, his childhood. But his mother came forward and basically said that she would leave him along with strangers. I think she was a prostitute. So he was around a lot of drugs. And this is where I'm like, I don't. I feel like our dum-dum is going to fit in with this story too, like it did last time. <laughs> is it? I don't defend him for his actions, but a lot of people are saying like, this is probably what caused him to do what he did, but still doesn't make it right. But his mom took him at a young age and just constantly slammed his head into a wall until he passed out. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. So doctors... I think tested him like later on, like it, during the trial, and they think he has like some type of brain injury that would have caused him to do what he did. Not saying that any of it's right, but he still shouldn't kill people, and his mom shouldn't have slammed his head against the wall. Just saying, he was spared the death penalty because two jurors was against capital punishment, but he did get life without the possibility of parole on february 3rd a jury in marianne decided they could not reach a verdict in the case 
and declared it a mistrial against the rape of Christian. Fletcher Long said the DNA speaks for itself. It should have been good enough to get a conviction that matched 16 points of the swab that was taken from the cheek of Vance. You either have the person that did it or an absolute twin. After Anne's death, a scholarship was created. The Anne Presley Scholarship is managed by, by the Arkansas Community Foundation and awarded to a female student each year who is pursuing a career in journalism. So mamas are a very, very short mini case. Is this even 15 minutes? I don't even know. I told you it was super short. Super duper short. Well, we also had like an hour to do it too, so. Yeah. so I, it kind of fit in with us like coming down to the crunch line, me having to prepare for next week's case because. I also thought we were hard. ahead. We didn't have anything till January. No, it was December. We finished in October, got all the way through December 10th. We're no longer ahead. What the heck? <laughs> Now, how does that happen? Now, how in the world are we going to get ahead and then just quit recording so we get behind again? Okay, so we ready for a dum-dum? Yes, we're ready for the dum-dum. All right, so this Florida man was arrested for trying to buy McDonald's. Crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. But instead of- I would be arrested of- too. Huh? I said I would be arrested too. But instead of using cash, he wanted to use marijuana. Seems legit. So he was arrested for <laughs> trying to buy McDonald's with marijuana. Was that not the correct going right like this bag for this Big Mac? I guess not. It was probably like, um, what is it that they use? Um, what's what seasoning do they use? Like, I keep I keep wanting to say oregano, <laughs> oregano, oregon. No, uh-huh. I don't know what the seasoning. I don't is. cook, so I don't know spices. <laughs> Me either. And everybody, check out our ad for this week because you don't have to cook, you don't have to prep, and it gets delivered to your door. Whoop whoop. So. Make sure you check us out on Facebook at TCWI Discussion Group and Instagram at TC underscore podcast underscore and our Patreon page where you can find the link at at (laughs) (laughs) you act like you don't do this every week. Yeah, but you changed up the saying. I'm like, because we just talked about the ad. I know. You can find us at Patreon backslash the crumbs we're into or at (laughs) or we're into.com. We're into.com. I'll get it together. You know, this is our what episode? Yeah, so I don't. I don't think we need to record this late again and um 31 just like notice <laughs> it's like just gonna get it got done because this okay, is gonna be up so in hour. I'll see you tomorrow so we can record <laughs> ahead of time again 
Okay. Well, I got to go so I can edit this. Okay. Bye. Bye.